in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why sympathy is all right. And what's better is what I'm going to be sharing on this episode. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi and I just want to talk about um, sympathy. Uh, this is actually a training that we were doing for our Holy Couples Academy, uh, our membership, and uh, we wanted to really talk about the importance of suffering and why it happens in our lives. I mean, last month in September, it was the month of the Seven Sorrows of Mary. We were kind of talking about how, you know, the Blessed Mother had to go through so much suffering, right? She had to go through so much suffering. And imagine seeing your own son being beaten, being mocked, being having to carry his cross to be crucified and having to not do, like you can't really do anything about it, but just witness that suffering. It's, 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 really, it's really crazy. And um, we have to realize that, you know, suffering, it's purposeful. There's a reason why we suffer. It's because this is an opportunity to be like Christ for one another, right? Suffering is practically a participation in the mystery of Christ. Like if we want to be more like Christ, this is one of those, those uh, hard truths that to become like him in his death, we can attain resurrection, right, from the dead. And that's kind of like how St. Paul saw suffering. He saw, he saw suffering as a ways and means of uh, participating in the passion of Christ. And it's because through the Lord's death and resurrection that we should participate in this same journey to obtain salvation, right? And one of the sufferings that we, we experience, especially with the relationship with other people, is we hear these hard times from our friends, our families, our loved ones of what they're going through. Uh, Just recently, we just got a call from a friend of ours that's one of our neighbors. Um, So like the, it's really sad because one of our dear friends just passed away recently and he was one of our neighbors. And one of, um, we we have a mutual friend there is a, there's three other people living in that apartment where our friend passed away. But unfortunately, there was no, none of their names, those three other people that was living with him were on the lease. So they're getting evac, they're, they're getting evac they're, they're, le- they're getting evicted, evac um, evicted out of the apartment. And she gave us a call and she was like frantically, call- like, you could hear in her voice, like, I'm, I'm afraid. 
we're about to literally live in the streets next week and I need your help. Like, is there something that you could help me out with and all these things? And like in that moment, I was, I was like thinking like, how can we help? Like, what can I do? All these different things until I realized, you know, I had to like put myself in her shoes. And there was like a moment when I was like hearing her um, speak. She was actually speaking to my wife on speakerphone and just like putting myself in that moment, like putting myself in, in her shoes and really just trying to trying my best to understand how she feels in that moment, understand what she's really going through. And I can only imagine like, like how that would feel like this, this, uh, feeling evicted like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna leave and you're gonna be living on the streets like just having a family and thinking about that just it frightens me but it could happen to any of us right but in that moment it was just really profound where I just had this uh, instead of like going to my head and like oh how can I fix this blah 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 and not really being there, being present, like I started to really just challenge myself to feel what she was feeling over the phone. And that just allowed me to connect with her so deeply. And I, I didn't even get to talk to her. She's actually going to be heading over to our place soon so we could kind of a game plan and strategize on how we can get her under a roof in the next week, which I know by the grace of God we will. Um, but in those moments, like we're, we're gonna we're gonna face those challenges. We're gonna hear the the pains and the sufferings of our friends reaching out to us, our family, like our significant other. What do we do? Um, I know a lot of people, and I know that this is like me included. What I've been taught is to sympathize. Like in those moments of grief, of challenge, of suffering, I was just to- taught to say, you know, I'm so sorry that you're you're feeling that way like I'm so sorry that you're feeling that way like man that must be rough you know thing with with that like although it it can help a little alleviate the, the pain but it doesn't really fix the root of the situation the the brokenness and the suffering that our loved ones are experiencing and if anything when we say like I'm sorry that should like generate those feelings of pity from the person hearing us saying i'm sorry which isn't very helpful in those situations especially when people are in pain like it's like oh i'm sorry that you're you're about to be homeless you know and then just kind of like leaving out there it's it's like uh <laughs> you know it's kind of awkward and I know this is what a lot of people kind of go to, like, you know, I'm sorry. But instead, like to take things to the next level, it, when when you start to encounter people who are suffering or coming to you and they need your help, instead of sympathizing them, to empathize, right? What is empathizing? Is to share in that person's feelings. Instead of saying, hey, I know how you feel, like, I'm sorry, but really saying to yourself, like, I feel how you feel. Like putting, like challenging yourself to put yourself in their shoes so that you can 
understand like what they're going through and the pain, the suffering that they're going through and that knowing that in that moment, all they really need right now is just you and your presence. Not you having to think about how can you fix the situation for them, but just knowing that there's someone out here trying to reach out to you for help and they're suffering, they're, they're scared, they're anxious, they're worried. When you feel how they feel, when you feel that suffering, when you feel that anxiety, that worry, what do you want to do? You're not really thinking about how can I fix this? You're just kind of feeling hopeless, right? But in those moments that, that gives you that opportunity to connect with your partner, like, man, I, could, I feel what you're feeling right now. Like, I, this is difficult. This is a difficult time. I could hear the stress in your voice. Right? Imagine yourself in their situation and feel the feelings with them and reaffirm them in those moments that, you know, hey, I understand how this feels for you and it must be really hard. Just know that, just help them to know that, hey, you're here to support them. And sometimes you, if you have to cry with them, cry with them. Those are powerful moments of connection, of vulnerability in a relationship. We're not even talking about just intimate relationship, but just relationship in general, right? And that's what, what Christ calls us to. Like we're, we're called to, to be there for one another emotionally, in our presence, and through empathy versus just saying, oh, you know, I'm sorry that you're going through that and just leaving it there. You can take things to the next step and starting to empathize, starting to feel what they're feeling, starting to reaffirm them. So the next time you hear your partner coming to you, like telling you that they're having a, they had a difficult day, they had a challenging day, they had a stressful day, instead of saying, you know, I'm sorry you had that day and just kind of like leaving it there, go deep. Feel what they feel. Help them to put you, help them to, put you in that situation of what where they're going through so that you can experience what they're experiencing. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to only help your connection with this person, but it's also going to help you to, to know and be in tune with your emotions and your feelings. And that is so pivotal. Like when you can master your emotions and your feelings, I know I'm, I really want to just like, it's very passionate right now but my baby is sleeping. So um, this is all that you're gonna get from me. But like empathy is so pivotal. Like this is a skill that we all need, especially us men, like we are not in tune with our feelings and our emotions. And unfortunately the culture, maybe our parents, our upbringing has not taught us how to deal and manage with our emotions. But these are those opportunities when you start to experience this in a relationship where you can thrive, where you can connect, where you can be more emotionally intelligent and present for your partner. So let's do that. Let's not just sympathize. Again, it's it's all right to do that, but let's take things to the next level, right? We want to be the very best. We want to strive for excellence. So let's learn how to empathize. Let's learn how to ma- how to identify emotions and feel what people are feeling and understand people and their situations. All right. Um, With that being said, hopefully you got some value from this. If this is something that you really want, you desire to master, um, again, this is so important. If you can't understand your partner's emotions and feelings, 
there's going to be a disconnect. And you probably have experienced this in your relationship where they come to you or they're experiencing something and you're not able to read them very well. So you can't support them in that moment. And then they end up resenting you because you weren't there, even though, because like, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to, when you're in those moments where you're having a hard time um, to actually ask for help. But what if you knew your partner's emotions? What if you could read their feelings and really understand where they're coming from so that you can create that emotion, uh, that connection through your emotion so that you can empathize more strongly? If that's something that you really desire in your relationship, book a call with us, holycouplescoaching.com, apply, book a call with us. And that's something that we, we teach our couples. We teach couples how to be more emotionally intelligent, how to be more in tune with their emotions, even if they've experienced in their childhood or their parents or their upbringing that they've never really been taught how to understand their emotions. Like, what are they feeling? And Because I've been there. Like, I, I didn't know how to do any of this, but this is a skill. And uh, as a relationship coach, these are things that Sarah and I are trained in and what we're skilled in this is what we need to like share to the world so if that's what you want to desire and that is what you need help with we are here to help um let's connect on a call so go to holycouplescoaching.com and looking forward to connecting with you with that being said praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage take care and god bless